My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. All right, let's look at the top five. And there's the mic drop at number one. He said it. <laughs> he said, all right, he called it. We have, oh, number five. There's so many, so close. All right, number five, we have Will and Jenny DeSanto on the McGill team. 81 dials, 25 contacts, 10 appointments, six sits, three apps, zero referrals. All three were life apps for $5,532. Give a hand to Will and Jenny DeSanto, everybody. Woo! Fitz, can you hear us? I hear you. Okay, we're we're in a camper cabin. We told you we we're going to go to some someplace south and work on our goals, marriage-wise, uh, work-wise, and personal-wise, and our dreams. So here we are. We look a little messy because we haven't taken a shower for three days. So I, I'm glad we're not in the same room with you. <laughs> hey, if you're there working on your marriage, I'm glad I'm not in the room too, my friend. <laughs> Just going to say it. <laughs> yeah. So we're grateful to be up in this position, but we're keeping at the work and uh, wherever we are. And, and uh, we're actually... I'm going to turn it over to my wife to tell you a little bit about our week and then what we're doing for the future, too, for getting keeping our business going, but also doing it a different way. Okay, here's my wife. Hi, everybody. Hey, Jenny. Uh, most, of, most of our this week's sales is from uh, Warm Market. My brother called us, and he had a big IUL with a guy up in northern minnesota that he met at his church and he had talked to us a couple years ago but he wasn't ready to move anything and the thing is the guy put him on the iul when he was 55 which and it wasn't enough money it was going to take him more than 20 years to recoup what he put in so i analyzed it and then just spent some time with them and said what do you need he didn't really need life insurance. He makes a lot of money. He didn't need a lot of life insurance when he was 100 or 85. He, he, he needed it while he's working because of his mortgage and because of his wife is not working a high income job. So we, we went over there for dinner and talked to them. And I told him, I, you know, I want, I think he would have just done it without his wife. And I said, I, I, want, to, I want to see Kathy. I want to look at her. I want to see her body language. I want to see her look on her face. And so as we sat there and talked, you know, she's, she's maybe more quiet, but we gave her, she was able to speak her concerns. And through that, we wrote um, a 400, two, two policies that total $400,000. So that'll, that'll cover the mortgage where the IUL he had, he was, he was paying smoker rates for a $192,000 policy, which to me just really kind of irked me that the agent, I, I did the research, this is just for new agents. 
I did contact the company he had the policy with, and I asked him to run an illustration. I asked him to run two illustrations so I could understand what the intent was from the original insurance agent. And then when I talked to my brother, I said, you know, we could get you a non-tobacco. He has one cigar a day. We could get you a non-tobacco strong foundation. And then you can come in and convert that next year, all or part of it to a permanent policy. So we end up writing $400,000 insurance on him for less than what he's paying on $192,000. Hmm. And, and he's already been approved on one of them. And then we wrote, an, we wrote a fully underwritten on him to be, to, so that he could get enough insurance. So basically that's, so that's so fits this is what I wanted. I'm glad that Ginny um, jumped in because she really we worked hard on that and then other things too, doing phone calls and that. But we are going off the lead system shortly and we're going to do current clients, warm market, and other um, ways of uh, working with clients. And we've talked to Joan Paddock, she gave us me a suggestion yesterday when we were at this campsite here. And, and so we're just thankful for the Fitz group, you Fitz and all everybody that we've learned so much from, because Ginny and I have said, the reason why we can do what we do and know what we don't, and then what we don't know, we have the people and the resources. We even con contacted Gina Hawks and she called us back and we talked about that IUL for my brother-in-law, Tom. And so we're just grateful. We get trained. We have the best organization for training, and and the Fitz Group is so. We just we just are so blessed. Thank yeah. you very much, Fitz. And we're just having a fun time. We're looking forward to getting home and get a shower. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys jumped on today. Give my hand, everybody. Woo! Yeah. Megan Hurd said, y'all are the cutest, and I think everybody agrees. Um, so glad you guys are, uh, hey, you know what? I think it's really important to take that time away, uh, recoup, refresh, reset. Uh, and uh, as we've been talking about the goals uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, it, it, oftentimes being able to go and set those goals and think about those goals, it's good to get away from your normal environment because uh, sometimes that normal environment keeps you from thinking about those goals. And so a uh, good example there. And uh, love, 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 love. If, 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 uh, if new agents only got one tip, it's that Jenny reached out to that insurance company and had them run some illustrations so she could understand the intent the agent was trying to do with the client. I thought that was spectacular. What a great example. Uh, and there's no reason why you can't do that. They're happy to do that because the insurance company's thinking, hey, maybe we recruit another agent and get them up and selling, you know. So they're, they're trying to entice. But what value we have in our products that a cigar smoker can get non-tobacco. Uh, what a savings for, uh, for that client, for her brother, right? So well done. Well done, Will and Jenny. Next up, we have in fourth place, Abel and Judy Verastegui down in San Antonio. Part of the Fitz team, 123 dials. That dial count's been bumping up for them. Uh, seven contacts, four appointments, four sits, one app, one referral. The one app was a life app for $9,408. There's a doozy there. Give a hand to Abel and Judy Verastegui, everybody. Woo! Hey, good morning, Fitz team. Abel and Judy Verastegui, direct to Fitz. Been morning. around since 2005. But a pretty challenging week. Uh, we had a, quite a few claims. I was talking to Fitz uh, yesterday. told me, you know, I never had three claims in a week, but... After 20 plus years in the business, it eventually happens as the clients are starting to move through the, you know, through the, the game of life. 
but uh, that's what our job is, is to be there. And of course we got, you know, we've been on the current clients uh, like crazy. And I give a lot of credit to Judy for that. She's very persistent that we talk to them. And uh, I mean, she is on this one client uh, and we couldn't get a hold of them. We were sending them letters, their number had changed. And so we just popped in on them and uh, husband's in the hospital, you know, and I checked right away, it's an F and G home certain. So for those of y'all been around a while, you know, that's an old policy. And, uh, you know, I get on there, everything's active. He's paying a little bit higher rate because it was a 10 year that was renewing annually for the last two years. So $26 a month to over 120 a month, but he kept it. And, uh, you know, about $6,000 in the policy and he passes away. Hmm. And so it was a God appointment. It really got us motivated. Uh, Judy was back on the phone again, found a current client, another doctor that we've had for quite a while. Uh, stopped in, visited with him. He had uh, done some business loans uh, during the time of COVID, I guess putting that uh, SBA money to use. And he wanted to make sure that if anything happened to him, that that was covered. So uh, we got that, you know, little term policy, but uh, big time premium. But uh, that's what happens. You know, you need to keep in touch with those clients. Uh, there, you never know who's looking. If we were going to call that one client, he was already going to start calling other companies because he couldn't find our information. Hmm. So, you know, they never think to go <clears throat> dig up their policy and, and look and see the agents listed on there. And we haven't changed our number in over 25, 30 years. So uh, y'all got to think about that. But there's there's gold out there, guys. Uh, I'm sure that there's a lot of, uh, you can talk to your, uh, you know, your upline there and uh, there's probably clients that you could help them with and uh, maybe get yourself going. But uh, I think it's very important right now that uh, we get in touch with as many of our clients, as many as your family members, friends, uh, because they're all looking and everybody knows somebody now that's been affected by this pandemic and uh, lost some friends and family. And it just spells opportunity for us. Uh, got a couple other policies, uh, but uh, we got to clean them up a little bit and then we'll get them done for next week. Right on. Love it. Give my hand, everybody. Abel and Judy. <clears throat> Constantly proving. Stay in touch with your clients. Matt, I, I, as as Abel was saying, he was the, the client was looking for another agent already, you know, because he couldn't get in touch with Abel and Judy. And then Abel and Judy, you know, got in touch. And there you go. Um, as he was saying that, I was thinking about uh, agents who come on board. A, a, a question I get often when an agent is coming on board is, who owns my book of business? And I go, well, <laughs> that's yet to be seen. Right. That's not that's, it's not a given. A lot of people think it's their God given right that I made that sale. That's my client forever. Maybe. But if the client cancels, do they call you or do they call the insurance company? Uh, if the client needs to change their policy, do they call you or do they call the insurance company? Uh, if the client needs to change their beneficiary, do they call you or do they call the insurance company? If they are consistently calling the insurance company, it's the insurance company's client, not yours. And that's about relationship is what it's all about. Uh, when, when a person buys life insurance once in their life, statistically, they're going to buy it seven times over the course of their life. It's not to say they buy, cancel, buy, cancel, buy, cancel. It's to say they will buy more. I've bought more. Uh, a lot of you have bought more. A lot of our uh, clients have bought more. That book of business may belong to your competitor if you're not staying in touch with the client. It's all about that relationship as to who owns that book of business, right? So uh, thank you, Abel and Judy, for continuing to remind us of that. You guys are champs at constantly following up with clients. Number three, 
We got Megan Yakey on the Yakey team. She and Jonathan are on a mission. I see his numbers uh, rocking and rolling. They're on a mission. Uh, Megan Yakey on the Yakey team, 103 dials, 13 contacts, 9 appointments, 6 sits, 7 apps, 15 referrals. All 7 were live apps for $10,612. Give a hand to Megan Yakey, everybody. Woo! It's a shorter applause because we don't have a sound bar. <laughs> They may not have been ready to switch over. Houston office. No, that was my fault. Dad left me in charge of the video and <laughs> the uh, microphone, and I forgot to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but good morning, everybody. Um, my name is Megan Yakey, and, yeah, I'm just really, like, honored and fired up that we are um, a part of the FITS group and something's really unique and special about this agency is we, Fitz and Heather have been doing this for 20 years. So they have people that have been doing this for a long time with them. And no matter where you are in the agency, whether you're brand new to the life insurance business or you've been here for a couple of years, we all learn off of each other. And I just think that that's really incredible. Hmm. Um, so thank you for everybody who constantly and consistently shows up in the top five and just pours into to us because I know it's helped me and hopefully I can give back a little bit and help some of the new people. Um, so yeah, I've me and Jonathan have been here for about five years and this week um, was kind of a little bit of a little bit a mixture of a couple different things, but. What I want to kind of speak on real quick is just the, um, you know, what you should expect as a new agent. And first off, if you're a new agent and you're coming in, you're getting leads, um, you know, 30, I would say a third of that is going to be an easy sale, right? A third of, the, those, the third of your leads are going to buy from anybody, whether it's you or the next person they're going to buy. The other, another third is going to be people who just won't buy. And the other third, so the last third, would be the people that you're going to have to have a little bit of technique for sales-wise. And that's where this sales meeting and the, or this hotspot is so crucial for your week-to-week -week growth as an independent insurance agent is where you can learn here how to get better at that third, which is the difference between just a producer and a top producer. And um, this week I had, I'm looking at my, my uh, transmittal, and one of them was an 80-year-old final expense lead, which most of us would go, oh, she's 80, she's not going to qualify for anything, you know. Um, but I went anyway with a smile on my face. I got there, just started meeting with her, getting to know a little bit about her, and turns out she actually already has 160000 in whole life insurance. Um, and it was a, it was a direct mail final expense lead from my GMR. And, um, I go there, she's got 160,000 in, in whole life coverage already. So I'm thinking, great, why am I here? You know, and this is what I'm asking her. I'm like, Dorothy, well, you've got 160,000 in whole life insurance. And she knew she did. They were all whole life and she knew all the companies. And we talked about all that. Um, it was over like 15 different policies. I said, so why am I here? You know, she goes, well, I just want more. <laughs> I said, okay, well, 
you know, the last policy she got was 15 years ago. I said, so Dorothy, you know that you're 80 now. And I know I don't need to tell you this, but I'm going to, because I know you probably already know, but you know it's gonna be more expensive than your other ones, right? She goes, yeah, I know. I go, okay, I just want to be sure. So, um, you know, she's a little bit more higher risk now, so we ended up going with Great Western, and it was a $377 you know, a month premium for a $20,000 plan. So now she's spending a total of $1,000 on all of her insurance policies, but now she's got $180,000 going to her son when she passes away. And she's just happy about that. So, um, you know, it could have gone either way, but regardless, I went into the appointment with a good attitude and I still tried to find why I was there. These people don't fill out leads for no reason. You've got to be the professional and dig a little bit deeper to figure out why. Um, I guarantee you not anybody would have made that sale, but because I slowed down and I tried to figure out how to really help her and what she really needed, that's kind of why that closed. Hmm. Um, another one was just a real young guy, 20 year old that just bought a $400,000 house, works for Center Point. And um, I just, he, he actually told me when I got there uh, that he had another agent call him after I called him. And I want to say this because I feel like, I know it's been, this has been happening a lot with me, so I know it's got to be happening with other people. If I'm not calling my mortgage A-leads as soon as I get them, other people are calling them. Not because the leads are being resold, but because the people who filled out our lead are filling out more than one lead. Okay, so other agencies are getting other forms that they're filling out. So be, you're, if you're buying leads, you need to be working them as soon as you get them and being somebody who stands out from the crowd. So I, told, I normally am telling my A leads on mortgage leads as soon as I get a hold of them, hey, if you filled out more than one lead or more than one of these forms, just know that if you hear back from anybody else, it's not from my office. Mm. And um, so... I am the only one who has this information. If you filled out more than one, I just want to let you know, you will get other phone calls from other agencies. We all can do just about the same thing um, as far as helping you goes with the products. Um, so just know that when they call, they're not from my office. And then they go, okay, thanks for telling me that. And so that that makes the, the appointment more sticky and they know if they hear from somebody else that they're already working with me. So that's just kind of the tip there. I had another really good appointment um, with another family, but it was basically just the sense of urgency was, was there. I was there until 10 o'clock writing up uh, all their four different applications on this family um, just because I just spent the time to build the why and build the need. So I hope that helps. That was excellent. Yes, it helps very much. Give her a hand, everybody. You know, I heard her talking. I, I, uh, I've had lots of conversations with agents uh, over the last couple of months, and um, it takes me back to my, my days in the personal production field 20 years ago, and um, there's always been competitors. You know, I, don't, I don't know if this is going to shake anybody, but we're not the only people who sell for Mutual of Omaha. Uh, we're not the only ones who know public records. They're public records, after all. They're recorded at the county courthouse. We're not the only ones. Uh, and uh, in my 20 years, I don't know how many times I was even the first one. 
Um, but there's always competition. And I think what she just said was what Megan just said was great is, you know, you need to call them quickly and you need to separate yourself. You need to stand out. Most insurance agents out there, I'm gonna give you a real tip on how to stand out. Most insurance agents out there are very transactional. They're all about, I just paid X amount of dollars for this lead. I need to make a sale. I got to pay rent. I need to make a sale. I need, I need to, I need to, I need money exchanging from their hands to my hands. Very transactional. I had a, a very frank conversation with an agent uh, in the last week and just said, listen, if all you ever are is logical and transactional in this business, life insurance will not be a long-term career for you. Uh, it will fade uh, because you actually have to care about the other person. <laughs> you actually have to care about the other person short term nah you don't have to care man but long term if you're making money in this industry for years to come you have to actually care about that other person as an agent who has competitors and we always have we always will have competitors if you want to stand out care about your clients don't be transactional care and I love what Megan said. Hey, I'm the only one in the office that got this. Nobody else from my office is going to be contacting you. Uh, go reference the seven touches video training that I did. Uh, it's about keeping business, getting business issued and keeping it on the books. One of the things I always did in the home was wrote down what they bought bullet point by bullet point on the folder and then my name and number so they could contact me if another agent came in and said I lied because I would like for that agent to go ahead and call me since I'm a liar. Go ahead and call me out on that and let's let's go ahead and have that conversation. And several times clients called me and I got to talk to that agent and made them cry and made them leave the house because they were in there predatorily. Is that a word? Sounded good. They were in there as a predator trying to trying to convince that client that I had lied to him or cheated him somehow uh, and replace that business. That person that does that kind of stuff in the insurance business doesn't last long term. But in the short term, it was going to hurt my bottom line and I needed to pay my house payment, too. Uh, and because I cared about Mrs. Jones, I, I prepped Mrs. Jones for those jerks that are out there in the industry uh, that would call up and say, yeah, I'm calling from her office. No, you're not calling from the office. You're a liar. Uh, and they won't last. And that's really the key is do things right. And you'll outlast the, the competitors anyway. But make yourself stand out. That's a really good tip uh, from Megan Yakey there. Give her a hand. and uh, Well done, Megan. Number two, Michelle Alleman, back in Houston. Alleman team, 183 dials, 23 contacts, 16 appointments, 13 sits, eight apps, zero referrals. All eight were life apps for $10,775.40. Michelle Alleman, everybody. Woo! Good morning, everybody. Morning. Did y'all like Megan's hair? She just got a haircut. It, it looked great. so good today. I don't know. I, just I was thinking to... her hair looked fantastic. I didn't want to say it, but. <laughs> I'm a dude. I, I am so, I mean, I got so much from what she just said. I was like, gosh, she's a great teacher. Um, so anyway, I don't know how to beat that, but <laughs> I, I just want to share a few things about my week. Uh, one of my sales was, so when we, when I put the dials, really what I have, I have one girl in my office, Savannah, who just sends out text messages, maybe four hours a week, maybe eight hours a week. There's so many customers and all she does is send text messages. And I know when she does it, because you know why I get calls in hmm. and, uh, she also sets appointments via text, uh, cause they'll text her back. But in addition to that, she has my phone number on the text. If anybody wants to know what that text says, we can put that out there 
but it's a real big help because this lady, you know, some of these folks that I wrote this last week were um, out of the eight um, applications, five of them were current clients. Wow. Okay. So one of them was a client who had written several years back when they first got their mortgage, and then a year or two later, they lapsed it. They just couldn't keep it. She called me back. It's because we stay in touch, you know, because of the text messages, okay? And um, we still need to write her husband. We at least got hers done. So another customer called in, and I think I mentioned this last week, but it just got um, turned in this week so it's on my number sorry my phone was going off and he called in because we had sent his wife a birthday card and she already died i told y'all think about that last week and that turned into a sale of 122 dollars a month for him because he needed coverage and that was just a phone appointment um then i had another client you know, I mean, these are people that are staying in touch. One of them called me. She's been a customer, her and her kid, her son, her husband and her children for about four years. And, you know, we converted one of his policies last year and uh, or maybe two years ago, and it ended up lapsing. And then she, you know, I talked to her several times during that process and tried to get it back on the books she couldn't afford it. She was telling me she's looking elsewhere. I still stayed being nice to her. I said, no problem. I listen, if you need my help, I'm, ha I'm here, I'm here to help. And then she called me back like last week and said, I really need this insurance. Can you help me? Hmm. And so people will, they'll try to go elsewhere sometimes too. I mean, you can't get upset with people. You can just do what you can do. And you just try to care about them uh, and still be their friend and let them know that you're trying to do your best to help them. And we ended up writing um, her husband a policy. I FaceTimed him. <laughs> you know, I said, get him on FaceTime. He didn't even have a shirt on. We laughed. You know, <laughs> we laughed about it. And um, Because he's a driver. He's all on the road all the time. And so got that policy issued in like one day and I texted her and she said thank you so much Michelle you are the bomb and that was the text message she sent back you know I mean that kind of stuff makes you feel good um I had another okay I said this was a no no I said I'm wrong out of my eight applications six of them were current clients I had two of these that were it was an annual review I was doing on my client and they've been clients for years and I said can you get on zoom Teresa she said yeah I said jump on zoom and um, because she was fairly young fairly healthy and I'm like oh my goodness this girl needs an IUL and I just did my IUL presentation and she said I want that two hundred dollars a month and it already it got approved yesterday already with national life i mean guys i'm just blown away at i mean and she's you know she she says can i keep my other policy too i said absolutely it's only forty dollars a month this one's 200 this is your retirement plan so i'm just fired up about what we can do this opportunity is better than it's ever been i want to thank you fitz thank you heather because um i mean i have 
it, it's a business that we've built over the past 14 years and you have that same opportunity so um, please keep the faith <laughs> that's all I got I love it before uh, before I let you go I, I you're talking about and I've seen you slacking on zoom and I'm, I'm now part of the uh, the the group chat for the people doing para appointments and all that I remember back in March when the pandemic hit you you weren't um, you weren't big on using Zoom. It wasn't your favorite thing. You guys, you and Zoom weren't friends for running appointments. And now it's like, I, I, I mean, pop, 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 pop. You're using Zoom all the time. So uh, I want you to comment on that. Maybe what changed, but just overall, just kind of comment on that change that did happen. Well, through, through, through tr um, troubling times, through changes, I think we all struggle with growing I struggled with growing too, and I had to learn some new things through all of this process. I had to learn uh, the IUL presentation, and I made myself do that because I got on these para appointments, and I had to. I had no other choice. Mm. If I was going to make sales, I had to learn it, and I had to learn how to use Zoom. And so it's just with practice. All it is is redundant. It's just practice. You know, practice makes you better. And so, yeah, I didn't, wasn't perfect in the beginning, but I just kept on doing it, and mm -hmm. I practiced, and I got better each time, and I, and then now I just use it with my current clients if they can get on Zoom, and I think that it, if it would be a good fit for them, it's, it's really important to be able to explain that on a Zoom, on some type of, you're going to have to show them your screen mm -hmm. if you want to really sell the product. Uh, you're going to have to show them the screen. There's no other way, in my opinion, to do that on the phone. So, um, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you want to be in that space, which is a 2,400, 3,600, 6,000 annual premiums, then you're going to have to learn some things. So, I don't know if that's what you want yeah. to say. Chris. No, that's it exactly. I, I find so much, so much, Michelle. Uh, you are always an example of this, but. Uh, so many people get stopped by things they don't understand uh, or by uh, getting punched in the face with failure uh, the first time they try something. So many people get stopped there. And consistently what I see is the champions in this world, not just this business, but in the world, are the ones who get punched in the face and get back up. And um, like in your in your example, I remember I mean, we could probably pull back up some archive videos where you're like, I just really don't like doing appointments on Zoom. And now you're like, yeah, I just said, hey, do you have a, can you pull up Zoom? And I sold a $200 IUL, like it, like you've been doing it your whole life. What I want everybody to hear is she hadn't been doing that her own life. Just a few months ago, it was new to her. It was not nice. Like she didn't, she didn't understand it. She didn't like it, uh, but she didn't let that stop her. And that's consistently a theme with Michelle. It's consistently a theme with top producers. Would you agree with that, Michelle? I do. I do agree with that. Totally. Yeah. I think, yeah, I had, I did not know what I was doing, and <laughs> I just embraced the change, embraced the the fearful, embraced the not perfect, and keep on moving through it. I remember in my early days uh, of building, maybe 1999, 2000, 2001. I remember an agent saying, "I just don't believe in computers." <laughs> it's like, man, it ain't Santa Claus. You know, this <laughs> at that point, computers have been around for 50 years. Like, they're not new. This has been around for a while. Uh, you can either fight the advancements or you can embrace it and uh, and learn how to use it, learn from it. I was I was listening to a podcast this morning, and a, and a woman who runs a technology company training technology people, she said, you know, technology is sort of the, 
the the baby in the business world. You know, it's it's the new thing in the business world. But today, there's not one single business that can survive without technology. Uh, if we don't have technology, then then we're all done. So uh, learn it, yeah. embrace it, and uh, and use it. Right. Thank you, Michelle. And you'll be amazed. A lot of your customers know how to use it now because of the pandemic. Yeah. So ask them. Just ask them. Uh, you know, oftentimes when I'm when I'm hiring, if I'm hiring a non-licensed person, the next conversation is with Melissa. We're getting them signed up for class. We're getting them signed up for the state exam. And we're using Zoom to do that. And it's been funny over these last few months. Like, do you know how to use Zoom? They go, yep. <laughs> and I go, well, everybody knows how to use Zoom. My 83-year-old mother knows how to use Zoom. My 8-year-old daughter knows how to use Zoom. Uh, uh, and, and Zoom is one of the companies who really has thrived during the pandemic. Uh, so, yeah, learn how to use it. Uh, most people at this point now know how to use it and um, take advantage of that. Well done, Michelle. Thank you so Thank much. You, yeah. Number one, he's not on the call, but we're going to say his numbers anyway. He said, just read my numbers out and go mic drop. OK, so uh, Adam Johnson and McGill team in West St. Paul, Minnesota, which is south of St. Paul, a geographical oddity. Uh, 337 dials, 61 contacts, 32 appointments, 22 sits, 8 apps, 10 referrals, 7 life apps for $10,985.40. And then one annuity. This is actually his first parasail. One annuity for $15,513. Total adjusted premium over here. $12,536.70. Uh, Adam would say that he is, uh, he's running more uh, a pair of appointments. Uh, he had some more this week. He's figuring it out. He's working a little bit harder. He's, it's just like we were just talking about. He's figuring it out. So uh, everybody give Adam Johnson and all the top five a hand. Thank you for sharing this morning. Well done. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.